Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Belle. And we are here starting out June. We are in the summer months, summer movie seasons in full swing. How is it uh, already? I know. Good grief. Like I don't 2020 know. took seven years. 2021, yeah. like half of the year kind of dragged. And now like 2023? Like it's not, it's like it hasn't even happened. It's just... Right? Cry. I think, see you later <laughs> i think part of it for me is i'm supposed to be getting ready to run a 10k in january and that's looming and so it's coming faster and faster for me and moving me along quicker and i'm like I, i'm running out of time uh, literally yeah so <laughs> that's probably accelerating it for me a little bit but yeah uh, and if you want to help us raise money for us totally dying behind tracy uh, you can you can go to our website and any of our Facebook pages, and uh, we have links there. We'll put a link, um, a new link out this week, and just donate five bucks would be great. Five bucks, it goes a hundred percent of your donation goes to American Cancer Society. If you don't know much about ACS, they are one of the top rated charities in the country. Um, like I said, a hundred percent of what you donate goes to ACS. They will do anything from cancer research. Um, they're one of the leading researcher uh, organizations. They will help people who, um, if they need lodging during the cancer treatment. Like I've got a friend who who needed lodging. They were able to be over at the, at the Hope Lodge. They will provide transportation to and from appointments. They do education online or in person. Um, there's so much good work that they do. And cancer is such a terrible thing that has affected so many people. Um, so yeah, five bucks, skip a coffee, drop it in for, for American Cancer Society. And we're going to have a lot of fun activities and stuff to help us raise the funds for this. So, you know, stay tuned and, and we'll be having some fun stuff. But in the meantime, you know, make a difference in somebody's life. Make a difference today. Awesome. Yep. And we are so excited to be participating with Team Determination to make that happen. Uh, it, it's a great community as Val and I have been welcomed in to that community. I really appreciate it. Uh, and my goal is I'm going to kind of like uh, Andy in the office, I'm just going to run right behind Tracy so I can take advantage of him. Draft. The draft, you know. No, I am Baymax. I am not fast. <laughs> That's faster than me. Yeah, I was going to say, I, you know, listen, you're talking to a tortoise I'm going to be right all here. over the place. I'm going to be like, ooh, ooh. So Shit, you guys are no, going to be going forward and I'm going to be like serpentine. That, and that's time. what helps. That's what makes that's, the Disney races great yeah, is that you have so much to be distracted by. I yeah, literally like, have been training, like I've been trying to get through, like when I go to the gym, just 20 minutes without thinking about, is it time yet? Yeah. Is it 20 minutes? Cause it's all a mind game it is a mental and thing. I can't mm -hmm. get there. So I'm trying to put together a playlist and I have to say the Foo Fighters is doing it for me. I have a oh, mixture oh, of right now I the Foo so Fighters. Yes. I have the Foo Fighters. I have um, some of the uh, in, Into the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. I have like just trying to like keep my pace and keep mm -hmm. my brain on it. But mm -hmm. I know that all those shiny things at Disneyland is what's going to keep me moving forward. Because like I, I'm just not a runner. But then I think to myself like what kept my mom moving forward when she was going through treatment wow. you know like that's yeah. like on 
my mind. And then this week, like yesterday, I went to the gym and I looked off to my right and there's a guy that's probably he's like 80 years old. And he was over in this, in like the section where you can kind of be by yourself. And he's got one of those blocks and he's jumping up on the block. Oh, wow. I don't even jump up on the block. No. Uh -uh. And I'm looking over at him and then he caught my eye and I was just like, yeah, man, like you rock. You're like, rocking it. I keep yeah. going five more minutes. Like I can, like this guy's jumping on the thing. I'm yeah. not even jumping on the thing. So yeah. So like we can do it. It's right. just not something that we naturally do. Tracy right. thinks we're going to be addicted. Yeah. They, they, uh, one of my favorites is when I was doing one race, there was a lady whose shirt, the back of her shirt said, I'm eight months pregnant and I'm still beating you. And I was like, yeah, good job. Did you give her some yeah. tots that you had in your pocket so she could have a little snack? Right. But yeah, we're, I mean, you're going to be like, if, if the route holds to what they've done before, you're going to start off in the downtown Disney area. You're going to go um, up and around and you're going to enter through Cars Land and seeing the Cars Land arch lit up and it'll still be dark. It's just so cool. I and then like, they have the, you know how at the end of World of Color, they have the fountains that are just kind of yes. like at the low level, but it has yeah. all the colors. That'll be running. The Ferris wheel's going. The, the uh, Mickey, I can't remember what they renamed it. The Mickey Tune Around or pal around or something anyway yeah the the pixar pal around yeah that's yeah. what it is yeah so you know that'll be lit up you get to then the cast members are going to be cheering and clapping for you and then uh, when we're done we'll run right over to the indiana jones ride and get on. yeah yep yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is what we're talking about this yeah. is indiana june we're kicking off go ahead tracy jake's got indiana jones right in the background there i do he's well right over. no other way oh. Other way. Other nope. hand. You're right. There it is. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. I bought that at Disneyland mm -hmm. uh, in the bazaar that's right across from the yeah. Indiana Jones ride. They had it's a it was a park exclusive at the time. The giant Indiana Jones Funko. Park. I like that so, one. Nice, I, I'm nice. uh, jealous of that one. Yeah. So uh, my parents actually got it for me while while we were there because that's I was nice. on the fence whether or not to get it, and then they just bought it for me. So it was nice. That, yeah. That's nice. Nice gesture. Right there. Yeah. yeah. So um, if you didn't catch our uh, Patreon episode of Little Mermaid, um, make sure you go and do that um, yep. and you can catch that. We had, and if it, we had some opinions, we did. Yeah, And, and I I'm bringing that up because last week I was told that, like, I'm really easy on movies and it doesn't seem like I have like an opinion. And so this week right. with this last week with Little Mermaid, I had a lot of opinions and I had to talk about it a lot. And I don't know that I know how to shut my opinion button off. <laughs> I usually, this is a thing. And I tried to explain it on my, my YouTube page. Mm -hmm. um, is that ABC4, like Good Things Utah, is not where I'm bringing huge opinions. Right. I have five minutes. Right. And mm -hmm. I'm telling you're, people. You're talking about have, three movies. Sometimes five in yeah. five minutes. And. And so really, I know that the people that are tuning in there, they don't really care about all this other stuff. They want to know, is it worth my time and money? Because time and money is precious. Should mm -hmm. I run out this weekend to see it? And, or should I wait for $5 Tuesday? Or should I wait for streaming? So I don't really give a whole lot. And if, if the movie's under like a B and there's five movies to talk about, I'm going to talk about the good ones. I'm going to leave the C, Ds, and Fs off for my website, right. Right? right? And then when we come here, I try not to get too political or in in deep in things that aren't specifically movie 
related right. because I feel like that takes us off track. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try and be more more vocally opinionated in a movie manner. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes. Tell you what, I, I have opinions. I yeah, I was gonna them. say for for those of you, you know, Tracy and I, we get to see Val behind the scenes. <laughs> Just buckle up. Non-stop. Buckle up, Buttercup, because here it comes. So, no. so, Val, this person that was criticizing you—that kind of—it was a few me, people. Okay, yeah. so that makes me think of when we talked about this. I think during the Fast X, but the 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 end tag for the Barbie movie trailer, where yeah. Ryan Gosling's like, "I need to talk to a doctor. I am a doctor, a male doctor." I, I, I kind of feel sometimes like that with with you. Unfortunately, I feel like they're like, "Well, you're not yeah. a real movie critic because you're a woman." And I that, get I I haven't gotten that for a while, but I used to get that a lot. Um, but I think also I get that I don't feel like a real movie critic because I don't tear movies and filmmakers and actors down. Yeah. Um, yeah. and mainly it's because it that doesn't make me feel good. I don't like to do that really about anything. I went, I'm gonna get real for a minute because we're still in our 15 minute rant. Um, but I went, I started going back to therapy. Um yeah. And uh, last week when I went to therapy, my therapist said, like, what do you get angry about? I'm like, I don't get angry. Like, I get frustrated. Mm -hmm. Um, I get disappointed. I can get upset. But, like, I don't hate anything, really. Like, I don't usually use the word hate. I don't hate people. There are some people that I should hate. Um, And I don't really get angry. I get kind of upset and frustrated. And he's like, well, maybe you should get angry. (laughs) Mm. When people make me feel like I'm to the point where I'm super angry, I I, sometimes I cry because I don't Mm want to feel that way about people. I don't Mm. want to hate anyone. I don't want to be angry, but I do get frustrated and I do get disappointed. And so when people are like, well, it feels like you're just too soft on these movies. Well, the thing is, is I became a film critic because I love film. Yeah. I love what movies do to people and, and situations. And I love the way they make me feel, whether they make me feel sad or they make me feel scared or they make me feel happy. I just love it. So even the worst movies ever, I can find at least one good thing about almost any movie. Now there are a few that there, it's just nothing. Minotaur. Nope. But, but most movies, 90% of movies that I see, I can find at least one good thing about the movie, even if I don't like the movie. And that's just yeah. the kind of critic I am. And I feel like that's how we kind of are across yeah. the board here. Is Our- we we talk about movies. This is this we put this together right. because we want to share our love movies with you and we want you to share yeah. your love of the movies with us even if we don't agree that's okay yeah well and, and we've done a pretty good job of picking movies that at least some of us really really enjoy mm-hmm. yeah it's rare that we, we don't cross something that we all dislike yeah yeah we and just when don't we've air done those it, episodes yeah when we've done it <laughs> the episode has been no good like we talk about the missing uh ready player one episode and we joke about it, but guys, we promise it's not a great episode. Like you're not missing out because it's not controversial. It's no, not it's us no. like ripping it apart. It's just us like, yeah, we didn't really care for it. Movie. And like, because what? we don't like ripping it apart. We're just like, yeah, we just didn't like it. Oh, <laughs> well, and it's, it's okay. All of us didn't like it. Well, that's yeah. kind of it. 
it's easy so, to rip apart a, a filmmaker that is not good, but when you have somebody of Spielberg's caliber, yeah. you're like, it hurts my feelings. Really He's the right. reason I went to film school. Like, <laughs> and and guess what we're gonna do for this movie? Um, <laughs> well, okay, so it's 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 Indiana June. And this yes. is our first episode of the month, and we mm -hmm. are talking about Temple of Doom. Now, if you're wondering why we're starting with Temple of Doom instead of going in chronological order, it's because we did Raiders of the Lost Ark. That was episode number two of Movies That Make Us. I thought it was number one, but it's number so two. So number, number one, number one, we did an introduction. This is why we oh, love movies. Okay. This is why we're so doing this. So it was our first this movie, is our though, first, It was we... our first movie that we covered was Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark. So we're huge fans. And, yeah. and it was probably our first triple A. I haven't listened to it, but I can't imagine we gave I can't it. Imagine we gave it anything less than an A. But yeah. we love Raiders of the Lost Ark. We love Indiana Jones. We love Steven Spielberg. And so we're going to talk about Temple of Doom. And <laughs> because we've done Raiders of the Lost Ark, we'll try to repackage it in one of the weeks in June. We'll have a video episode yeah. up and and things like that. But uh, and we'll cover uh, the Last Crusade this month and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, mm -hmm. all leading up to. The very end of the month is when yeah the, the new thirtieth is when Destiny. the new movie comes out. The so we'll we'll cover that the first episode of of July. Yeah, and and hopefully this all ends up being a preview of what you can get if we have a panel at Fan X this fall because that's what we submitted is to talk about Indiana Jones on the big screen. Yeah. So, well, so this is this is a movie that was so and just talking about um, Raiders real quick, like. I remember going to the video store with my mom and just seeing the cover and it had him coming down the rope and the, the pillars, the snake pillars. And I was like, Oh, okay. This, this looks cool. And we took it home and I watched it and I fell completely in love with this movie, with this world, with this character. And this was back in the day where you couldn't buy the movie. Uh, mm -hmm. It was like a hundred bucks on VHS. And so we happened to have two VCRs and we happened to have some blank tapes and we just managed to somehow I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. We didn't, we never did anything <laughs> no. like that at my house. Uh -uh. We taped it off of the television. Um, I, but I, which also out. still is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, man, if you, if you are telling me you grew up in the eighties yeah, and your video and your movie collection didn't consist of a bunch of recorded Every video cassettes that were handwritten yeah. what the title was. Yeah, we had and like you had three, three movies, movies on one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If my you didn't do that, always... did you really live? I mean, honestly. No. My mom would always do these on EP so you could fit like four movies on one tape. And the quality was terrible, but we didn't care because we didn't know any better. Yeah. Now you look at yeah. like the 4K resolution and you're like, wow, that VHS tape, that was... That was really crappy, but but <laughs> I, I wore out that video cassette, and I actually wanted to be an archaeologist because of this movie. And then when I found so out archaeology, Dave. when when I yeah. learned that archaeology was like taking a toothbrush and just gently brushing away sand from a rock, I was like, "But what about the treasure and the adventure?" And the you and Dave and his best friend Ryan need to get together because that's what they wanted to be when they were younger. <laughs> And then when they found out that there was like it wasn't about killing Nazis, yeah, then they were like, "Well, wait, because well, we want to go kill Nazis." Yeah, the Nazi thing wasn't on my agenda. I wanted to like find the well, gold. but you're not I Dave. So. The treasure. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, killing Nazis. We've talked about this before. That is a great agenda to have. By the way, uh, stopping them, punching them in the face, whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, 
But I think I, we all it we all felt like that. Yeah, right? I Indiana Jones is a big reason why I studied history. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do archaeology. I didn't want to be out in the field, but it is what taught me that there's fascinating stories and histories throughout mm-hmm. the world and made me curious to mm-hmm. learn more about it. And that's why I, I ended up getting a degree in history um, yeah. is because of Indiana Jones initially. Well, um, and the Indiana Jones movies are the reason why we love so many other movies that came out after it. Like, I don't yeah. think I would have loved Stargate as much as I did if it mm-hmm. wasn't for Indiana Jones. I don't think I would have loved National Treasure as much as I did if well, I didn't love Indiana film. Jones. I don't think I would have loved Fast 10 as much as I did if I <laughs> No, listen, there's you a lot of similarities. That rolling boulder, just light that thing on fire. It could be a bomb going to the Vatican. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, this is a cross between the Dark Knight Rises and Indiana Jones uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's, yeah. <laughs> so I uh, speaking of Indiana Jones, there is locally uh, here in the West Valley Taylorsville area, there's going to be uh, an Ark of the Covenant and a tabernacle that's going to be traveling around and people can go see it. And it's got mm. volunteers that are talking wow. about it or whatever. And wow. So our local church group is involved, is possibly going to be involved with volunteers. Uh-huh. And they were talking about it in our class. And one of the young men in my class was like, careful though, guys, if you open that up, it will turn <laughs> you into liquid. And I said, okay, well, not everything you see in the movies is historically accurate. But and yeah, especially don't open it. Don't those touch movies, it. But don't, <laughs> let's not risk it. We don't want to risk it. As an adult figure, I can't condone what you just said. But as However, a movie... I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. Um, I, for me, this was like, I, I think it was, um, I was going to judge the Catholic high school and I think it was my first year there. So it was ninth grade. And I was my first time going to like a Halloween party that wasn't like a kid Halloween party. Uh Right. Uh And so I'm like, I gotta, I gotta really like wear something really cool. I dressed as Indiana Jones. Nice. Do you know what no one else was dressed as, especially females? Indiana uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, because I had like I was fully covered. I had my khakis. I had my Indiana Jones hat. I had my whip. I had my jacket. Like all of it. Dude, and I walked wasn't... in there, and I was not a sexy kitten. I was, gonna say, I was not a this, sexy this, this, Indiana Jones. I was like. Oh, I was on. to the T on the screen, Indiana Jones, except for like the scruffle that t- came a couple of years later. I didn't quite I have just... the Italian shadow yet. I don't know how dressing as Indiana Jones can be anything but sexy. I don't care what. That's what I thought, because to I mean. me, I thought from the beginning that Indiana Jones was sexy. And I still think Indiana Jones is sexy. And in the new movie, he takes his shirt off and some British lady was like, I'll I'll post, I'll have to post this interview. She's like, you take your shirt off in the movie, you know, how like your body looked amazing. And he was like, like, I I was blessed. He's like, yeah, she's like, I'm incredibly, um, what was it? I'm incredibly uh, in love with your body or something like that. Like I was blessed with this body and then he looks over and thank you yeah but and and in this one temple of doom he really brings it because he goes sleeveless and like unbuttoned because it's like super hot and humid and uh uh-huh i mean like he's not only smart but he also could admit when he's afraid of something yeah you are smart you are hot you are vulnerable. vulnerable like this 
is Mm -hmm. what needs to happen in the world. Well, and it's Mm -hmm. what makes him such an interesting character, especially for the time, because so many of these masculine heroes of the time don't admit that they're scared of anything. I mean, Arnold, he wasn't afraid of anything. And and that's his character that he plays in every movie. It's just Arnold. Uh, And too. Yeah. Yeah. And but he admitted that he was afraid in this last movie. He's afraid yeah. of yeah, it took ten kid. movies to get there. Twelve steps for some people, man. Like, give yeah. him a break. Give him a freaking break. So he he's got ahead there. of the he game. There. He's ahead of the game. He's got two more movies to go. Uh, but yeah, I I just I've always loved Indiana Jones. Um, this particular one, Temple of Doom, is an interesting one for me yeah. because it was not one that I grew up watching. So I grew mm-hmm. up watching Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Last Crusade, yep. and my parents didn't really want us watching Temple of Doom because it was too scary. It was too over the top. It was satanic because right. there was a cult where people are ripping each other's hearts out. <laughs> I don't know. Um so I got introduced to this one a lot later. And for me, I think that was a big reason why it doesn't resonate with me as well as the others. I'm a big believer in what makes Indy Indy is when he's fighting against Nazis. And mm-hmm. if he's not fighting against Nazis, I'm probably not as interested. Yeah. Communist kind of works, but Nazis and, really works well. Yeah. For so, me, so I grew up with all of them. Like we would watch them over and over. Um, but this one, when I was, younger there were elements of it that i really liked i love that there was a kid my age yeah um mm-hmm. in it because i wanted to be there i wanted to be there doing that but what i didn't love about this movie was the female character which also hurts my feelings uh-huh. because she's a great actress and it's steven spielberg's wife so yeah. i should just love it because i love him but, but this her character. representation of I wanted to be there and I'm like, I would be there and I wouldn't act that stupid. Like I was so angry. Especially coming off of Marion, Marion after Raiders, who is such a strong, independent female. I mean, she has her annoying moments, but so does everyone in all the movies. But specific character, I know what they were going for. Yeah, I know. I get it. I know what they were going for, but it annoys the crap out of me. And so therefore, like when I went to watch this movie the other day, I turned it on and I think I got like 10 minutes and I'm like, I know enough. Like I've seen this movie enough and I mm-hmm. just couldn't watch it. it. I was, it's, it's not my favorite. Yeah. Well, so I remember when, when this came out, it was 84. Um, I was nine and I was, like I said, all in on Indiana Jones. I had only seen the, this was before we had a lot of uh, internet reviews and early mm-hmm. word and screenings and all of that. So I had seen a few commercials on TV Mostly it was, I had seen the poster for Temple of Doom in the theater when we saw a different movie. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to see this. Mm-hmm. And my mom had heard that it was very dark and violent. And so she was kind of, mm, I don't know. And this is such a bizarre memory for me. But I remember being outside playing in the backyard. And we had a set of railroad ties um, out there, wooden mm-hmm. railroad ties. And I fell on it. And I got like this massive sliver in my knee and it hurts so bad and my dad's trying to get it out and i'm just screaming and crying and so they said if you if you let us get this out and you're good then we'll take you to go see the movie and I'm like, okay. <laughs> when the movie came out and i remember all the critics were like this is not necessarily a kid's movie my parents were like we're not going to take you to see it in the theater and i was just devastated i was heartbroken i'm like 
but I was so brave when you were taking this piece of wood. <laughs> and now I don't get to see it. But looking back, I think it was the right. Call. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that for like, not that I was like, I, I wasn't really exposed to a lot of darker movies, you know, but that one, like when I first saw Batman Returns, I was like, well, that was, that was, that was dark. Like, yeah. So I mean, this, I was watching The Godfather at six. So I like, mean, I was fine. Well, that's your Italian heritage. Oh my um, gosh! Yes, because <laughs> that Italian. was awful. <laughs> <laughs> we we have we have offended Italian Americans on You're so welcome. many levels with that, Tracy. Like we should really. I have been permanently banned from traveling to Italy because of that. No, but this is this is interesting because this was the film that came out. It was PG because at the time there was PG. There was, there was no PG thirteen. There yeah. was no PG thirteen, and there because there was such an uproar with this movie, it, it ended up becoming PG 13. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's a lot of elements here with like the chilled monkey brains and the, yeah. a lot of bugs and there's just, and the ripping of the heart. There's just a lot of dark in this. I think it's probably the darkest. Well, no, I'd say it is the darkest Indiana Jones film. Mm -hmm. It is. And it's a direction that they kind of didn't go after this one. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it was, because kind of at this point you did Raiders and you can go completely different with Temple of Doom. And they did. And then they said, uh, let's Ooh. go back to what worked in Raiders. And yeah. Last Crusade kind of bookends that really well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the PG-13 thing is always interesting because this is always tied to that. Whenever we talk about it, I immediately yeah. go there. That this was the movie that led to the PG-13 rating mm -hmm. existing. Because it was one where, I think this along with others, but this is the most notable one that people yeah. are like, this really yeah. needs to not be PG, but it's not quite R. Right. And yeah. so then we get the PG 13 rating with red Dawn and, and others mm -hmm. that followed. So, um, and, which and is interesting. I don't, again, me saying that it's my least favorite Indiana Jones movie. It doesn't mean that I hate this film. Right. Like, yeah. It, my right. least favorite Indiana Jones movie is still better than most other movies that are out mm -hmm. there. There is still a lot to be liked about this film. Um, yeah. There are so many great action sequences in the this whole film. The plane sequence is yeah. The plane great. is is great. And when we talked about if you if you tune into our uh, Patreon episode of Little Mermaid, we talk a little bit of, and I think we've talked about this subject before. Is when you make a movie dark, not storyline dark, but visually, visually dark, dark, you mm -hmm. have to be afraid. And I think with this movie, it was it's still smart um, of what they did in almost all the Indiana Jones movies is the tone of the coloring that they use when they go dark is not no. necessarily blacks on blacks. It's browns on browns. So right. when you're not in that big theater experience, you're still seeing shadows of things. You're still yeah. seeing different. And so they also have a lot of pop of color in yes. this one. Yes. Too. There's a lot yes. of red. There's a lot of yellow. There's a there's lot, lot of red orange. in this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's the thing is, yeah. When I say it's my least favorite, I mean, a bad Indiana Jones movie is still pretty good. You know, yeah. I still enjoy it. I've seen it multiple times now. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll, when I watch an Indiana Jones marathon, this is still one that I watch. There's not any yeah. of them that I skip. And so, um, yeah, I still enjoy it quite a bit. And it still feels like an Indiana Jones movie. I mean, yeah. it still has all the beats, all the, um, you know, indie, like Indiana Jones is typically 
like accidentally successful on his missions or whatever right. he's doing. Like he's successful despite the fact that everything has gone wrong and he's mm-hmm. kind of fumbled everything, mm-hmm. but he kind of just keeps going. And that's what leads to a success. And you get that in temple of doom as well. He's not the guy that always does the right thing and comes out looking amazing. He's the guy yeah. that everything goes wrong. He's barely hanging on and somehow it yeah. all works he out manages to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's really fun. This was back in the day when we used to have um, physical media, but on the um, the, the three-pack disc, this was before um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out, but on the three DVD, I think it was the first Blu-ray release of this, they have a really interesting segment where Ben Bird talks about um, doing the sound design for these movies. And one of my favorites is the mine car chase. And mm-hmm. he was like, how do we make this a mine car chase? What are we going to do? How are we going to create these sounds? And he was like, I've got it. And they got permission and they went to Disneyland. And overnight they rode like all the roller coaster rides while hanging out the side of a car with a microphone on a boom mic, capturing the sounds of these metal cars going down metal tracks. And so he's That's like, awesome. we rode Space Mountain and the Matterhorn and Big Thunder. And we rode all these rides and then mixed that into... The soundtrack of that and he was Should like it was that really job i want that job <laughs> um, yeah well and the minecart scene is one of my favorite scenes in yeah. all in all of the movies it's like in my top five favorite it's, scenes it's so well edited that that mm-hmm. is a really really well edited sequence yeah and it's it's been like other movies have tried to recreate mm-hmm. that same feeling um from that scene you know not as successful Sorry, what were you going to say, uh, Jake? Oh, I was just going to mention that I hope they had the lights on when they were riding Space Mountain because I'm like, I'm picturing like hanging <laughs> that out boom with mic boom just... mic and like you can't really see what's coming next. And you're just like, well, lost that one. Yeah. <laughs> the budget for mics just went through the roof. On... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we could turn the lights on if you want us to. No, we nope. want the uh, authentic nope, experience. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things about this movie, too, that's very uh, 80s uh-huh. is the whole thing with the kids, right? They kidnap the kids and the kids mm-hmm. are in danger. And mm-hmm. like that was such a 1980s thing when you would watch these movies and you felt like the kids were actually yeah. in danger. Like, it's no wonder that my parents were like, if you go somewhere, call us when you get there. And like, <laughs> I always thought I was going to be kidnapped as a child because so many movies were about kids. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. everybody was being kidnapped Mm -hmm. or running away or joining some kind kind of weird thing. Like it was all about kids leaving home whether they wanted to or not. Yeah. Yeah. Like going exploring. You didn't go exploring. I mean, people did. But like if you went like the Goonies, you knew you were going to run into like evil criminals yeah. that were going to try to kill you because that's what happened Absolutely. all the time in the movies yeah. kids were always in danger yeah and in the 80s i feel like they really were there was a lot of a lot yeah. of bad things happening in the 80s there, yeah <laughs> that's true i've been watching a lot of documentaries lately <laughs> you mean it wasn't all just bubblegum pop and going to the mall and no where it'd be no, on no no no, no. i do feel like the the ride at disneyland takes a lot from this it does oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. there's a lot of this movie in in that one yeah there there is and that's the thing is some 
this movie has done so much to kind of create the mystique and the and the um I don't know, look and feel of Indiana Jones that people think of as Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Like it's weird to me because when I think of Indiana Jones, I think of Europe, I think of Middle East, I think of the, you know, the two the Last Crusade and Raiders of the Lost Ark, which mm-hmm. have a very different feel than this movie. But when you yeah. go to Disneyland, you go to the Temple of the Forbidden Eye, it is a hundred percent Temple of Doom. The outside is the jungle from South America from Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. The right. interior of the actual ride is yeah. more of the Temple of Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so Tracy, it, have you been on the other Indiana Jones ride? Uh, I went on the one in Paris. Yeah. Um, it's it's not really themed a whole lot. Like, it, I mean, it's like basically themed, but it's yeah. not like as interactive as Disneyland. It's okay. more of like it's a it's a it's a wild mouse type coaster. Um, but you do have an inversion. You do go upside down. You yeah, do. I heard about that. I just wasn't sure how it was so, themed because that's the it's, only other park that has one, right? Yeah, yeah. There's right. the own stunt show. Yeah, at yeah. Disney World, but, but not a ride. Not a ride. Yeah, it's yeah. but it's like it's a it's an open air coaster. It's not enclosed. It's not like in a space. It's I mean it has like rock outcroppings and there's like treasure chests and a few things, but it's not. Um, not incredibly themed yeah see and this is where if i'm going on a themed ride i prefer more the dark ride Uh experience than a roller coaster because that sounds like it's a fun ride but it just sounds like it's a fun roller coaster yeah yeah you know the um and universal does that a lot but yeah in walt disney world they have a a ride that's very similar to indiana jones but it's a it's a dinosaur ride and you're going back in time to try and save a dinosaur before the yeah it's the same mechanics and stuff Mm -hmm. it's yeah but i like indiana jones the ride better than the dinosaur ride yeah yeah well because it's indiana jones i mean dinosaurs are great yeah but i mean when are we going to get the indiana jones dinosaur movie uh it's called jurassic park but indiana (laughs) jones isn't in it dr grant is indiana jones in jurassic park so i i (laughs) no you're not buying it okay also, I have a sleeping pug right down here. So Aww. if you hear snoring, it's not me. Got it. It's, I just assumed it was our listeners. Or... <laughs> just kidding. You guys would never do that to us. You love our show. They pause it and take a nap and come back. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Encouraging. Let's keep going. I was just going to say, though, I, I, think, I think Harrison Ford sometimes gets, he, he gets forgotten. We forget how good of an actor he is at times. Like, yeah, because we, I don't know, there, there's just, you kind of get the, the idea that he's just this kind of gruff guy. But I mean, you look at his body of work and he's done stuff like um, Presumed Innocent, um, The Mosquito Coast, he's fantastic mm-hmm. in. And then recently was shrinking on Apple TV, wow. like this guy is so good. And I think yeah. sometimes we just forget, like we're, he's so good that it's like so effortless that you don't think of him when you think of great actors. I think that I think maybe that maybe general public, but in my eye, he's always been like one of the greats. And the reason why I think that is because not only does my dad think that and I think that, but my daughter thinks that. Yeah. So when when my daughter was growing up and I was trying to test out all of the nerd nerd fandoms on her, like she was not into Star Wars. And as much as I love Star Wars, the the original movies are not ones that I can watch over and over and over and over again. But Indiana Jones movies, mm-hmm. I can watch over and over and over again. And one of her favorite movies that wasn't an animated movie growing up was The Last Crusade. 
And mm-hmm. we watched that movie so much together. And then when I took her to Force Awakens, which was the first Star Wars movie she'd seen in the theater, she was mm-hmm. like, I didn't know that Indiana Jones was in Star Wars. And I was like, oh, I've done a bad thing as a parent. <laughs> like, I, I was like, so first of all, Han Solo is in Indiana Jones. If yeah, you're gonna that's, go, that's the order like, it goes this chronologically. This is the order it goes yeah. in. But I'm okay that she loves it because he is such a great actor, but he also, this character is so universal yeah. and so fun yeah. love. Mm-hmm. When now that she's 21, almost 22, and she was going over all of her crushes that she has, like Harrison Ford and mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal are her two main crushes. Yeah, like, like what that. does that, you know what I mean? Like, I like that. Like, and I'm not, I'm not mad at it. You no. know, I uh. mean, they, they're the, the Indiana Jones that she has a crush on, you know, was in his mid thirties, early forties, Pedro Pascal too. And I'm like, you're 21 and your crushes are 45. But then I think back at my time. Yeah. Mine too. Like, my, cause uh, that's yeah. like these characters that we had Indiana Jones and James mm-hmm. Bond. And like, mm-hmm. they were these smart, fun characters. And I do think that this, this movie temple of doom, they do kind of pr- bring in a little more James Bond S character into Indiana Jones mm-hmm. in a little darker story. Yeah. Um, where you yeah. don't see that in the other ones, like he, he you know, yeah. you got him, you have him in this nice is, suit at the beginning, really where you usually only see him in his. Yeah, he's hardly ever dressed stuff, up. You know, yeah. yeah. But it's 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 quite funny to have a movie which is darker than the previous movie, where people's faces literally melted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah, but nobody had their heart ripped out of their chest. All right, that and still beating. Yeah. But the funny thing about this is like. None of these movies as a kid scared me and other mm-hmm. things did, but I was so just, it was so exciting. Mm-hmm. And I, I just wanted to see what Indy was going to do next yeah. that I didn't like, I wasn't phased by the things I was supposed to be afraid of. And then I watched them later and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I why, why I just wasn't, I wasn't registering. That wasn't real to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so this- I wasn't registering that. The right. Whereas, itself, like, Thriller scared the crap yeah. out of me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Vincent Price's well, narration. <laughs> the, the movie itself isn't actually that scary. Like, it's got some moments. It's got, like, I do think as a nine-year-old not going to see it in the theater is probably the right choice. But it's not, like, overly. But it's, it fell victim because of the time that it came out to the uh, whole satanic panic thing mm-hmm. that was going on. And Which that was why my parents, like, dragons. no, it's got the occult. It's got, a you know, satanic rituals. You're not going to go, you're not allowed to see it. And then I watched it later. I'm like, none of this has anything to do with that at all. (laughs) And so, but that was the the thing, the thing that, Mm -hmm. that scared a lot of that Metallica song backwards. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, stairway to heaven. That's all. No, it's not. My mom was really worried. My mom wasn't a big satanic fear person, but she was nervous when I um, brought home the the Rush cassette of Roll the Bones because it had the kid kicking the skull. Yeah. And she was like, uh, I don't know. And I'm like trying to tell her, no, this guy like reads Plato on a bus while they're traveling. This is not yeah. an Listen, evil rock band. Let me play Roll the Bones for you, mom. You'll be fine. Like the song <laughs> itself, I promise. There's yeah. nothing dark or like mm-hmm. menacing about Rush at it, all. No. <laughs> They just want to look cool, mom. That's just, it. They wore kimonos on stage at one point, mom. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. 
I don't know. Men in kimonos. <laughs> yeah. But but there was a lot of that in that time yes. frame. And I think this because Very it had the so. look of that and everything mm-hmm. else. There, That was the big reason. I know it was the big reason my parents wouldn't let me watch it as a kid. Yeah. Um, and then I remember... And it's so weird how that sticks with you too, because I remember being a young adult and finally uh-huh. watching it, getting probably one of those uh, sets that had all of the movies in it. And uh-huh. I remember watching it and I felt guilty for watching it because mm. it had been so not allowed at my house. Yeah. Yeah. And then finishing it and thinking my parents didn't see this at all. Obviously <laughs> they made a decision based on, well, and, 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 and like I said, back, back in the eighties, like you had like one movie critic that wrote for the local paper. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you had somebody on the radio, like we had Doug Wright on KSL. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's you had retiring. Tom Wins, I know yeah. he's, this is hanging it up. I do like though, Crazy. now that, now that we've gotten to go to some of these screenings um, occasionally when you run into Doug and especially yeah. when you're like, this is not a Doug Wright movie. I've sat next to him in a movie that like I'm just I felt a little uncomfortable because I I was like this this this, I feel weird sitting next to you in this because he he's so great yeah um and it's been like really just kind of out of this world kind of being in the same company as him Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know um but yeah it's like you know there's certain movies sitting next to certain people that you know that that's not their thing and you're like this is like you know watching a really romantic movie with my grandparents right right you're like this is just not right yeah (laughs) yeah but i mean at the time like i said you had like one movie critic for the paper you maybe had one for the radio that was it we didn't have trailers online we you had tv commercials and you had movie posters and that was it yeah. And so then when you when people start talking and it's the game of telephone, well, I heard this, well, I heard this, and it becomes this much bigger than it really is. It's this mm-hmm. evil satanic, it's horrible, it's scary, it's dark, it's you know, and it's like, I mean, yeah, they rip the heart out of the chest, but a lot of it's implied through editing. It like, is, and you don't have the special effect, you didn't have the CGI ability well, to actually and, and do when, that. You know? And when you watch it now, mm-hmm. It's so exaggerated. It's almost mm-hmm. campy. I mean, it's yeah, not yeah. campy, but it is over the top where you're not supposed to take it seriously. Right, right. Like, this is a big, bad, menacing guy, but he's just, like, so big and bad and menacing that it's almost, almost camp. And it and it works in the Indiana Jones setting because right. there is a lot of camp that goes into Indiana Jones that makes it so <laughs> delicious. But... um. Yeah, it, it really isn't scary at that point. It's more just obviously this isn't real. And yeah, obviously they're right. not trying to condone this or promote it. It's just the movie. But I heard from Aunt Susan who heard it from her yeah. friend Betty who heard it from so-and-so. And by the but time- This movie gets- is too woke and you shouldn't go see it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry. It's it's promoting child trafficking yes. and Satanism. Yes, child trafficking and Satanism. Yes, and, uh, yeah, but but which it's not promote. Both of those things are seen as bad in this movie. Like the yes. cult is. They're bad. not promoting it yes. at all. And the human trafficking <laughs> bad. He's trying to stop it and save I, the kids. I, I have to Snakes say, I, bad. Hundred <laughs> percent. And now, biblically speaking, that's very against Satan. Really, when you think about it, <laughs> biblically, biblically speaking, speaking, snakes bad. That's that's there's an agenda here. 
yeah. and it's anti-Satanism. You know yeah. what? I am so glad that we've had this conversation because <laughs> I was not aware of what was happening. And now I am now I have done my own research and I appreciate that. Yep. I've done my own research by listening to someone on the internet. So I'm good to go. Good to go. GTG. I gotta say though, as much as like there are some scenes that just don't work for me. Like the dinner scene, I yeah. can totally do without. Um the the whole uh, like reaching in the hand into the wall with the bugs and stuff. I'm like Okay, but there are some scenes that are so great. Like we talked the minecar sequence, but that that sequence and even the the club scene is really good. Mm-hmm. But the sequence where they're in the airplane and then they fall out of the airplane in the life raft and talk about being over the top, but you totally go with it. Like there is yeah. no like, way that's that this, totally fast and furious. No way that you're going to survive that. But yeah, you know. with that, and then yeah. you land on the 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 mountaintop and you're skiing down the mountain in the yeah. in the in the tube. It's- so romancing the stone. It, it, yeah, it is. is. It's that it's, 1930s serial pulpy action piece, but it, it's so well filmed and so well edited. It's it's great. I just thought of cereal and orange juice, and I'm like, what is he talking? Oh, I went a different way with that. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, it's breakfast time. You getting hungry? Yep. No, just hungry. Okay, just hungry. Um, <laughs> I, I, and the other thing that I thought was so great was this last year, um, and I, I always have such a problem saying his name, um, short round. Yeah. Um, Kwan. Thank you. I'm Ki-hi like, Kwan. I, I, I embarrassed all the Italians earlier. I don't want to upset anybody else. But, but he said when um, all the award season started and he was getting all this attention for everything everywhere all at once, and he's at a uh, an award ceremony and he's backstage and he sees Harrison Ford. And he said, my first inclination was to run up to him and say hello. But he said, I don't know if he's going to remember me. I was just a little kid. And I didn't want to come across as like some fan who managed to get backstage without the pass. So he's like, I kind of hung back. And then Indiana Jones walked, or, you know, Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford walked up to him and he was like, sure, round. He's like, Andy. And they hugged. And it was just such a feel good story. Like. I yeah. love that. that this whole year, the magic of Kihi Kwan and his success and everything that his comeback and all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the feel good story of the year. I don't care. It, it's it been amazing and awesome to watch. And those interactions that he's had between him and Harrison Ford. It's great. Like Just, he was so good in this movie and he was so uh-huh. good in Goonies and, you know, like so many child actors, it's kind of, you get out of that phase and all of a sudden there's not work for you. And especially for those that are, you know, Hollywood seems to have the one or two Asian actors that they go to the one or two Hispanic actors that they go there. Uh Yeah. And so um, that makes it even more difficult to kind of build that career. And so to see Mm -hmm. his success, it has been awesome. And I hope he sticks around for a long time because he is so much fun. Whenever he's he wins an award. He's going to be in a new series with uh, Michelle Yeoh. So yes. Yeah. yeah. Disney plus. plus. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk yeah, about they, they were awesome together series. at D 23 on stage for a minute, which was really cool to see. Yeah. Um, and, and they had that moment and Harrison Ford is just, he's so emotional about this character, you know, because yeah. like, and he's been so many great characters. I mean, he's been Indiana Jones and Han Solo. You know what I mean? Like he's a part of two of yeah. the biggest fandoms. He was the president of, of all the United time. States. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's an okay fandom. But like he, Listen, these 
they after the last couple of election cycles, anybody could be president of the United States. So, um, <laughs> but no, I just love that he is truly grateful for what these yes. roles have done for him and that we as fans have stuck by yeah, him yeah. through this in the fact that he can stand up and say that he's proud yeah. of the last movie that he's going to be in. And there well, have been script after script after script and he didn't want to make them. And he, right. he picked this one because it was the best one. And so to see him like give himself a hundred percent to this character and really stick by and stay true yeah. to what he thinks the character should be like, that's also says something and about it. When he got the standing ovation at, at the con film festival, like he teared yeah. up and he was like, yeah. I really appreciate and he comes across as this gruff, mean, grumpy guy. And there's part of him that is that. But he's a very... Yeah. I, I like the fact that Harrison Ford knows who he is. He loves his privacy. I mean, he moved into into Idaho or Montana. Montana. Um, lives his own mm -hmm. life, does his own thing, shows up, makes the movie, and goes back to his life, you know? I think and we know a different person because I've never seen him as this grumpy old guy he's every time i see him in an interview he's being silly like he's yeah, just a silly there's guy. a lot of that but you just there's kind of this like and and jason siegel when they were doing um shrinking talked about this he's like you get you just there's this presence about him you just assume yeah. that he's going to be unapproachable and in fact mm. the unapproachable opposite. i see yeah i yeah. i i think i think he just comes across despite the the massive fame that he has He'd much rather just be flying in his cabin or flying mm -hmm. a plane or, yep. and, and I think people equate that to a, a gruffness or yeah. an well, unapproachability, but he well, really I just, just, well, he's being not a celebrity like, is not the be all end all for him. Right, like, right. Yeah. He's never and, been the guy that runs out to the limelight and he's always yeah. been the person that just says what needs to be said and moves on. And so I yeah. think because he is he is just who he is. Yeah. Then people are like, well, he's not, I don't see him everywhere and I don't see this right. and that and the other, but he is, he just wants to make movies and then live yeah. his life. And so he for do me, a lot of talk shows, he doesn't do a lot yeah. of movies. And when he does, yeah. he usually is, a, he says what, it's exactly what you said, Val. He says what he says. He yeah. doesn't elaborate. He doesn't have no, his big long he's not an embellisher. It's a, it's a very, <laughs> He reminds yeah. me of my dad very much. And so maybe that's why I'm just so used yeah. to, like, I know who he, like, I yeah. feel like they're similar when my dad was younger. If you took when my dad was younger and when he was younger, they look very similar. And then what my mm. dad looks like now and when he looks very similar, but in the middle I years, totally they definitely did not look like each other, but they very similar personalities. So I think that's another reason why I feel like I kind of know him and I'm okay with that just short, sweet well, and to the point yeah. kind of thing and i think the other thing the reason i think he kind of gets that reputation for kind of the gruffness and whatnot he's not like mark hamill who has gone to fan conventions and like harrison right. ford's not interested in that kind of malarkey no. No. he's just not interested at all and malarkey. so i think fans then take it as oh he's not interested in interacting with the fans or he's not yes. he's totally grateful he's for just everything not into that type not, of thing yeah, he, exactly. And, and to continue the Rush reference real quick, Jake, he kind of reminds me of like a Neil Peart, where he yeah. just wants his privacy. He doesn't he doesn't want people to be like, oh my gosh, you're a superstar. You're Harrison Ford. You're Indiana Jones. He's like, yeah. I'm just me. I'm just like, a guy. Yeah. I just happen to I make do. a living 
beating the drums. That right. was Neil Peart. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, this is just yeah. what I do to make a living. Yeah. And, and it's hard. I think when you're in a group, like when you have someone like a Mark Hamill, who's interacting with everybody on Twitter, mm-hmm. who goes to all of those things. And so you're associated with them in that way that people kind of have that expectation that that you somehow shows. That. Yeah. And it's, it's just different. It's just yeah. a different privacy level. And I, yeah. I think if I were ever super famous, you know, cause I, we're definitely on track for that, but um, I think I would want to be more like Harrison Ford and just yeah. like, yeah, I'll come and do the job and I'm grateful for everything. But then I want to live out in the middle of the woods where no one can see me mm-hmm. so that I can have my privacy and my, because I need that time. I'm I'm very introverted naturally. Yeah. And I think that that doesn't mean that you aren't good at being an actor, or good at being whatever. Yeah. So everybody's different. Yeah. Yeah. So should we grade? Yeah. Val, okay. let's start with you. This is a B for me. It's fun. Okay. It's good. It's not. I don't love the female representation in this movie because it kind of broke my heart as a kid. There, It, it kind of gets me back and forth because I loved the opening scene of like the performance and the glitz and oh, that's a pretty wow. dress. And like that, like the dancer in me, like really loved all of that. But then when she started talking, I just like. It, her screams, her screams oh. just. And ooh. I get it. Like I get what they were trying to do. It just wasn't my favorite female representation out of all of the, the movies. Um, this character, but I loved, um, I loved the story. I loved the action sequences. Um, I, I thought bringing in short round was such a good, smart thing to do, mm-hmm. especially in their darkest movie to have that kind of juxtaposition mm-hmm. um, was really fun. And it's so memorable. Like there's so many things, like we said, from this movie that are the reason why people love Indiana Jones. It's just not my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. So it's a B for me. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go B minus and it's the only reason it's not a C plus or a C is because it's Indiana Jones and it's Steven Spielberg. And I almost went B minus, but I thought I was going to get in trouble. No, no, come on. This is a safe space, but not outside the space. No, I, I still enjoy it. It's still an Indiana Jones movie. And like I said, if I'm doing a marathon, this still gets played and I still, I still watch it. It's very watchable. It's very enjoyable. It's just not my Indiana Jones jam. So it's a yeah. B minus for me. Yeah. I'm going to go B minus as well. And I think if I remember correctly, this is when Spielberg was going through his divorce. So that kind of feels like that might be why that makes it's a sense. Starker. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I could be wrong, but I, I, feel like that's that's the the real case but i'm with you jake if it wasn't indiana jones this would probably be like a c-level um movie for me the set pieces are fantastic like i talked about the the opening scene in the club is great the airplane going down that whole fight the raft going down the mountain is great um the mine car chase is is fantastic even the the cutting of the rope bridge you know there's some iconic set pieces but overall is what gets me through it Kate yeah. Capshaw's screaming in this just I have such a hard time with because it's, it's like a nails lot. on a chalkboard and it's a lot. Yeah. Um, to me, the Indiana Jones films are kind of like the like the opposite of Star Trek, where the even numbers are good in Star Trek, the odd ones are good with Indy. And so I'm hoping that Dial of Destiny continues that trend because King of the Crystal Skull we- is a weaker of the of the batch, but we are going to have an interesting conversation, I think, when it comes to Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. 
It's been, I, I haven't seen it in years. So I'm interested yeah. to go back and revisit to I, see if I feel better. But I'll watch I, that one over Temple of Doom. I like yeah. I like the first half of that movie. The first half worked really well for me. It's when they got to the jungle that it just lost. Oh. Right. Was it the seven different accents? Oh wait, we'll wait and we'll wait for the wait. we'll wait till we talk wait. about the movie. Wait. Yeah, I was but, okay with the nuking of the fridge even. So yeah, but I am really excited because we are going to talk about Last Crusade, which is not just one of my favorite Indiana Jones movies, but one of my favorite yes movies. Period. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, and I am so excited for the end of the month to see the Dial of Destiny, the latest Indiana Jones movie. And we are always excited to see Val on Good Things Utah. But yes, for that one, we'll get to see Tracy on Yay, Good Things Utah. Yay, Tracy's so... standing in for me <laughs> I will be out of town. So, so yeah, we, uh, we'll talk about that one on, on air. And hopefully um, we'll have some tickets to give away. I'm working on it. So yes. hopefully some of you will get to go see the movie before everyone else. And hopefully you might even get some swag. Sometimes you get really cool swag. Yeah, sometimes I do. We will see. Yeah. We'll yep. see. Disney so, usually is pretty good about promoting with swag. Yeah. It just depends so, on if I'm as important as I need to be to get it. I hear yeah. you. Yeah. We, we've got some good things coming on coming up this month as well. If you guys haven't joined our Patreon, please do that because we'll have uh, Across the Spider-Verse is going to be on our Patreon. The Flash movie is going to be on our Patreon. Uh, and I think we're going to have opinions on both of those. I, good or bad, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. The oh. more listeners we get, the more viewers we get on our YouTube, the more stuff we get to give away. So yeah. Yeah. tell a friend about our podcast and subscribe because then we get more tickets. It's not just a pair of tickets to give away. We could get six to 12 pairs of tickets to get away. Plus then we start getting swag. We get them for every movie and not got, just five movies. So you like got really good swag for fast X. Like you yeah. had hats, you had posters, you had yeah. keychains, all sorts of yeah. stuff. And yep. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's because I have also good things Utah behind me. So, yep. so for that one, it was what to see with Val. But, that, but, but the saying, more that we get to do flag. here, de really determines on you. So if you yep. keep listening and if you share and have other people listen in, then that means you actually get more stuff because then we have more stuff to give away. And then when we do our awesome events to raise money for cancer, that's where we bring all of that extra swag. Believe me, I kept some Fast X stuff to bring to that. That's where I bring all the movie stuff that I get that I haven't given away online. And then you have a chance to get it there as well. So subscribe, share, like, do all the things, we get our numbers up and then we get more stuff to give away. So there you go. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you viewing, please share, subscribe, follow, do all the things. Uh, and if you can support us as we raise money to fight against cancer with the American Cancer Society as we get ready for our 10K run. Uh, we really appreciate any support we can get there as well. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for listening, for watching, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you when we see ya? See you when we see ya, yeah. Sure. Maybe it'll be at the movies. Maybe it won't. We never know. We need to you figure that out. You never know with us. Yeah, we'll get it figured out. <laughs>